Check, check, check. Is this, is this thing on? Hello, hello. God, you'd think I would test this shit. God, what is wrong with me? Uh, you, guys, can you talk into the microphones? Check, hello. Check. hello. Hi. Hello. Hello. All right, welcome to <laughs> Nooner. I'm a host. Oh my God, I'm the worst at this. I think it's because I'm using different headphones and they're not working right. Let me know if you can't hear me. Um, we are on this Modco Internet Radio Network. <laughs> Maybe not for long. Um, I'm a host. Um, my name is Marty, and oh. I'm here with uh, my other hosts. Hi, I'm a host. My name is Mickey. I'm Scott. Hey, guys. Scott walked here today. How was that? Sweaty. Yeah. But nobody walks in L.A. Nobody no. walks the, Yeah. Uh, so we were playing some Japanese music right before this. So it's like a Japanese psychedelic band. What were you talking about, Scott? Japanese bands. Yeah. Are you, what is going on here? We're, this is the worst run podcast. I, I mean, I would not blame. No, we're getting we're getting it together, you guys. It's gonna be. <gasps> oh Jesus! Here we go. Uh, go team. Today is. Oh yes, I was gonna say welcome to Nooner, an interactive conversation with the best friends you'll never meet. Uh, I don't know if that's true or not because we're probably not the best friends and uh, you'll probably meet us because we have an open door policy. No, you'll never meet me. If you come in, I'll hide. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I'll be like, I'll go run and hide in the closet. Um, (laughs) So, do you mind, uh, uh, tell us about your, what's been going on, Scott? We haven't seen you. Uh, I don't know. I haven't been doing much been laying low, relaxing. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, no, that's great. Painting, Absolutely. painting and drawing. Very cool. Very anything in particular you're working on? I applied on? to McDowell, oh, which wow. is a residency, and uh, I was there 20 years ago, and hopefully I can do it again. Very cool. Wow, it's hard to get in. Where is that at? It's in near Peterborough, New Hampshire. Oh wow! A long legacy of writers, artists, filmmakers. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I um, I've been doing kind of the same i've just been like working on my own stuff and kind of chilling out for the past couple of weeks but it's been fun nice. it's been it's yeah it's always good to like take a minute just work on stuff for you yeah that's the way i like to do it i um my actually my little sister is flying in this evening and i've kind of spazzed off on a deadline that i have to hit for tomorrow so i don't get to hang out with her this evening because i've been just working on my own stuff so yeah exactly so it's like oh well you know whatever are you close with your sister yeah yeah absolutely this is um she's the next one below me in the line so we've uh she's sort of the one i was closest to growing up and all this uh, all that good stuff she's in uh vet school right now so she's learning about how to be a doctor for little animals. Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Um, I'm just having real audio problems right now, so I, I apologize. Um, but I think, I think we're doing okay. Um, so today is April 18th. It is tax day. Oh, happy tax day. Yeah, did you guys file? I it was the 15th. Well, usually it's the 15th, but the 15th was a... 
um, a Saturday, oh, so they can do that. They and then, yeah. and then I guess with Easter they added a day. I don't know exactly why they did that, but Is they it like did it. Election day, where it's always on a two. Well, no, because it would be the fifteenth. No, it's always the fifteenth. And except I was like, <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Shut up. No. I'm sorry, guys. Um, did you guys file your taxes? Yes. I did. And did you guys do it like at in like February or something like that? I did not. No. I did Around it like that, two yeah, weeks but, ago. You know, it took a while back and forth. Yeah. I and this is like the first time I've ever done it. Oh yeah, you guys need to be in on your mics a little more. Oh. Um can you or, or just tilt it up a little bit. Uh, I was any closer to the mic, I have to buy it a steak or something. Oh, <laughs> that's funny. You're funny. Um, Anybody ever tell you that you're funny? <laughs> I. But uh, do you guys feel like you pay too much taxes or just enough taxes? Or do you think you get away with murder? I was just reading about taxes in Sweden and how they pay a lot of taxes, but they get a lot of benefits from it. Right, right. Where I don't feel that's true here. Okay, well, right. I mean, it seems like it goes a lot into the military, what little I know about it. Right. I mean, we pay a lot for the military, and we pay a lot for social benefits for, like, uh, Social Security and Medicare and... Uh, actually, not Social Security. I guess that's a separate tax, but, mm. but I mean, it, we do pay taxes for that, but we do pay for Medicare and other welfare services, which I think are really important. Yes, absolutely. Um, and I don't have a problem paying for that, but the, the military does... A lot of warships. Um, a lot of warships, yes. Yep. I mean, uh, and it's it's also a lot goes into, like, uh, I don't know, is it pork barrel spending? You know, it's just like military contractors. You know, there's a lot of fat that, that gets paid. Yeah. Um, um, and so that that is really troubling. But we still pay less in taxes uh, than um, in other countries. And most of the taxes are paid by, like over 50% of taxes are, are paid by those making $250,000 or more. And, you know, they're, they're, we have a progressive tax system. They pay more in taxes. But they also have a lot more of other opportunities to, um, to not pay taxes. I mean, there is still like like a, a significant percentage of people who do not um, who make over $250,000 who do not pay income taxes legally and that's just crazy um, I there are countries but the, the one of the things that's is is like one of the reasons people have such a problem paying taxes a it's because it just sucks to write a check for something sure. you don't get immediately in return, you know, but I'm fine with having all my stuff withheld. So then get the refund and it feels great. Um, but people don't really understand like all the different deductions and lines and everything like that. And they make it purposely like really difficult to navigate. Um, in places like Denmark or Australia, the government files the taxes for you. So, uh. so they, they send you you know, based on because you know the IRS has all our tax information, right? They have right. they all our um, tax filings, all our those uh, whatever those little slips, those ten ninety nines and the W twos. Those go through the government, right? They like we can just have them on computer. They can pre-fill everything out, and they can just send you okay. Just sign this, right. and and we'll take the money, or or, or we'll give the money. Or this is this is what you owe, yeah. or this is what you'll get refunded. Right. And in Denmark, eighty percent of the people are fine with that, and then the other twenty percent can then file 
refile their taxes how they want to and then take advantage of all the different things. Oh. But like, just think how simpler life would be if, if we did that. And they did a pilot study here in California in like certain counties and overwhelmingly people just preferred that method. I mean, yeah, it's less random little bubbles that you have to fill in for no, like, for no apparent benefit. I mean, if they're giving me the same refund or if I'm paying the same amount in taxes anyway, it's like, hey. Yeah, and for me, it just stresses me out to no end. Just like all, just seeing like all these forms and like, and like, mm. you know, planning and and getting all these receipts together. It just seems like a big waste of time. I mean, that's the other thing. It's just, it's a waste of time, right. and then you pay a tax preparer. I don't know. Do you file your own taxes? I I do, but I my taxes are still easy because there's so little money involved. Ah, right. Uh, and I and, have an accountant, but now uh, I always had an accountant, but now with Maria, we have a an account, a, a different accountant. And she's oh. and she's very good at keeping the books. She's really good. I'm awful at it, and I'm trying I mean, to learn. But she's uh, good. She does her own quicken. And, yeah, she's amazing. Oh, but, yeah, and I feel I'm so lacking in those. Skills. But isn't it? Good that like like you know my wife my 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 wife my wife, my wife. <laughs> she's very a struggle one right there <laughs> yeah she's really good about that stuff too and yeah. so she's on top of it and I it, for me it's very relaxing like, this is the first time I've paid taxes on time i normally just automatically file uh, an extension oh really and and it gets me in trouble i mean i i've had to deal with like back taxes stuff like i mean everything's pen pending but everything's like settled you know at least but i still have had to call the irs and that's a huge pain in the ass oh god i can only imagine yeah and they're but they're everybody i've dealt with has been super nice Mm. like they're yeah yeah I, I, ha- I remember there was like a, a daily show bit, I think, or or maybe it was maybe it was um, last week tonight about the IRS and how like they're really understaffed, but all of the staff have to be super nice because everyone is so pissed off when they interact with them. Right. Because, right. So they just are automatically the nicest people because otherwise they would probably be like murdered. Yeah. And I can't imagine how stressful it is yeah. to, for them to, I'm, you know, they should have like counselors there for them because yeah. they're just getting berated all the time. And because it is really frustrating. And I called them True. and I, you know, once you realize, okay, there's nothing they can do, mm-hmm. you know, they're like, oh, it's handled in Cincinnati. They're closed right now. Do you want me to call them anyhow? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> yeah. And, and it was really funny because then I was like, oh, so you're, where are you? And he's like, I'm in Oakland, which is here in California. And I asked him, I go, how do regular people live in Oakland? Because I was like, how does a, a guy working as a civil right. servant afford to live in Oakland, which is like hugely gentrified? And, yeah. and he's like, you don't. And we had this long conversation about like, not long, but yeah. a, a small conversation about like living. And, and right. he's like, yeah, if you want to work here, you got to live near Sacramento. You got to live in Roseville where Evan is. Um, but uh, it's, no, he didn't actually say Roseville, but he said the, up by Sacramento, yeah, yeah. which is like crazy. That's a huge commute. Yeah. And, say, isn't that two hours or so? Uh, from Oakland, it's like an hour and change, hour. I think. Okay. But um I mean, yeah. So I don't know how people live, but anyhow. Point being, <laughs> like taxes could be so much easier. And so, like, there was a I was listening to a podcast, and they were interviewing an Australian who's filling taxes out for the first time, and they asked him uh, when tax day in Australia was, and he's like, 
I don't know. I mean, you just get a bill and you and you yeah. and you get your tax return. You sign it and you send it back. You know, you give it oh, to wow. a kangaroo and it yeah. flies it to the government. Right. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you, it goes on a boomerang and then it comes right. back with your check. Uh, you, so you have to cut that open do. with a big knife. You ugly American. Yeah. <laughs> right. You. That's not a knife. And then that dingo eats your taxes. Yes. <laughs> Uh, God, the government we, we are the, subsidized dingoes. We are just terrible Americans. This we is are. terrible. Do, uh, we, do you? Do we have Australian listeners? Yeah, we do. Oh, we have. Uh, sorry, a everyone. Guy named Ryan who who listens uh, on the podcast, and he sent in a bunch of emails. I forget his last name because he changed it because he got married and oh. took the name of his wife. <laughs> um, That's a weird last name. Yeah, his wife. Um. So, anyhow, I, I just think that oh, the reason why we don't have the pre-filled tax forms, even though like Elizabeth Warren and, and people in, in California have been pushing for it, is that there's a huge lobby against it. Can you guess who that is? Uh, accountants? Yes. Oh, yes. And Intuit, who makes wow. Quicken uh, and, and uh, oh. whatever, what is it? TurboTax. Wow. That's awful. Yeah. So they spent literally millions of dollars to make sure that these things never make it make our lives easier and also make the government run smoother, you know? Like people uh, yeah. It's yeah. just like people wouldn't be audited as much. People wouldn't yeah. get fucked over as much. Like it's so simple and it's just crazy that we, we don't do this. But well, you know, it's money. It, always, it is money. It's always complicated. Yeah, money. but this would make people happier it would make government run smoother we would probably uh end up with more time on our hands you know and then better revenue for the government it, there's just no downside to it except no. for a small population of accountants and i'm you know anytime you make a change in in government or any sort of huge shift somebody's going to get fucked in the healthcare d- debate like if we go to a single payer healthcare Insurance companies get fucked, right? Yeah, but let them get fucked. Exactly, that's the thing. Like <laughs> yeah. somebody's got to get fucked, right? And like you know, when Obamacare happened, people got fucked. Right. But then again, the greater I finally got healthcare. You got healthcare. Yeah. Nice. There it goes. Uh, so anyhow, that's that's my rant for the day. But please uh, pay on time, or at least fill out a an extension that's easy and free, and don't get fucked. Don't do the stupid things that me at my ripe age, has done far too often. So. I didn't even know. Well, I knew you could file an extension, but I had no idea. Like, I have no idea how to do that even. Oh, it's just like a one quick form and just set, send it in and oh, it's man. super fast. But uh, it's I just not worth it. I had an accountant that was just a pain in the ass. She would kind of berate me and be upset with me that I wasn't doing it on time and that she had her schedule was closing up. So oh, I you know what? There. I married her. <laughs> uh, speaking of marriage, I saw uh, the first half of your wife's new comedy special. Well, how'd you see that? I cannot say. It's not because of my sister who directed the comedy wow. special, but... Um, oh, but that's yeah, cool. Yeah. She, that person, that... <laughs> what? The... Say, say how, that again? how were you able to see that half uh, with that person? How does that person? Oh, because that, that person, like, now works there. But oh, well, they because like uh, that person has needs access for uh, to, to to do her their job. Of the yes, yeah. I know. Yeah. Okay, 
Vagueness, vagueness, yeah. vague it up. No, okay. I mean, very, <laughs> we don't know. No, very right. simply, we really don't know very, how it works. Very simply, my <laughs> no, okay. uh, the person who's in the other room there, she's um, you know, she works in marketing there, so oh, cool. she that has to, to. That is awesome. Yeah, and it's it's a batshit crazy show. Have you seen it yet? No, I saw like uh, clips of it. Yeah, yeah, it's oh, pretty. It's You're pretty amazing. Uh, I am in it. Yeah, I, that's awesome. Yeah, and um. Except that one joke I made didn't make it in. But, uh. <laughs> oh, really? Which that was a good joke, and I forget what it was yeah, because we all kept saying it. Uh, yeah, it's about it? the, the the pencils and the sanity thing. Something about that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. It, the, the she has a merchandise table, and one of the merchandise things is it is a pencil. And, yeah. and and what does it say on the pencil? It says like sanity or something. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like if the more you if you. More you use this, do you lose yeah, your sanity? I thought she was going to use that. Or uh, I know. Yeah. It was a silly joke. Oh, but, that's a good joke. Yeah, it ran but, the day. Um, but it's uh, really, really funny. It comes out um, later this month, I think. Yeah. 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 So uh, on, on Netflix, which is about to hit 100 million users. Jeez. Wow. Isn't that crazy? That means yeah. that they make over like, they make, you know, 12 to 15 billion dollars a year just in cash revenue that's crazy and it's no wonder they have so many goddamn shows yeah yeah um i was about to say they're just funneling that into into what is it uh premium tv premium is it premium is it all premium premium? is chelsea handler premium um um yeah oh look oh sorry there's a, a netflix meeting going on right in our kitchen right now very exciting um we're really in it, you guys. Yeah. But have you guys been watching any of the, the shows on there? Uh, we just started watching London Spy, which is really awesome. London Spy? Yes. I thought it was... Where it, does it, it was, take place and who's the main character? Uh, a London Spy. It's the guy that plays the, um, the the guy that makes the gimmicks for James Bond. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't know that British um, actor. Yeah, he's, so. uh, he's quite handsome. So he plays London Spy. I won't get into it too much, but um, it's really awesome because it's not like a... James Bond caper at all. It's very low key and procedural. Is it like a John Le Carré novel, like Tinker Taylor? Less, or, less than that, but there oh, are wow. those yeah. elements. He basically goes in and fills out some paperwork. That's what I was like, and then, and then he, he sends them up, and then he receives them back, and then he sends them and then, off to the next office. And actually, a sh- urgently on the computer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ben Wishaw. He's uh, awesome. And Jim Broadbent's in it. Jim. It's and, really good because it's not nothing you'd expect. Um, and I'm, maybe, I'm sure I'm saying I'm his name wrong. Get, give it away anymore but i think it's worthwhile it's only five episodes oh i'm in yeah Yeah. seriously it's really worthwhile i can binge watch that on the commute to work yeah um uh i i wouldn't i was supposed to be like you have a five-hour commute to work yeah to be like i gotta get through this no it's two and a half hours back and forth uh no it's not it's at the most it's it can be like two hours but i actually like believed you that it could be five hours because it's yeah los angeles yeah uh and you've watched the whole thing? No, we're at the episode three. Ah. And it's really good. And okay. did you guys see, um, or did you guys listen to Shit Town, the podcast? No. No. It's not. part of This American Life. It's like their next serial sort of thing. It's kind of interesting, but uh, if you have, guys haven't, like, it was like top of the charts for last couple of weeks, but. It's called Shit Town? Or S Town. S Town. Oh. Yeah, I see. But they can't just call it shit. I was about power. to be like, it's on in, is it, it's an NPR thing. They're just like fucking shit now on NPR. No, it's 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 this American life, which is not uh mm. NPR. Oh I thought it was, oh my bad. And uh 
<laughs> and but no, they they are played on NPR. But this particular thing is just podcast only. Oh my bad. And they released all they in binge watching style. They released all seven episodes at once. Okay. And it's it's pretty captivating. It's about um, a, a guy in Alabama, like who's like like this sort of genius in the backwoods of Alabama, and like sort of chasing down this long shaggy dog story. Okay. But I, it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting because it just makes you think of, first of all, it, it shows a part of the country that I just don't know at all. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know anybody in Alabama. I've never been. Um, have you guys ever been to Alabama? No. I have a few times, no. actually. And what is your impression of it? Um, It is like Louisiana, but worse. I mean, it is all of the problems that you think is are in Alabama are in Alabama. Yeah, it's very poor. Very poor, very... Um, I not the most progressive state, certainly. Yeah, there's uh, a lot in this podcast. There's a lot of uh, references to homophobia and certain. you know and um, drugs. A lot of yeah, yeah. Not a great place to live if you're not uh, a straight white male, certainly, and probably not that great of a place to live even if you are one. So uh-huh. just uh, but it sounds like like it, in terms of the. The the t- topography it sounds like it's like beautiful there it's woodsy and oh and, yeah absolutely yeah, and it's, it's 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 got that that nice I mean it is the heat of the southeastern United States oh, right. still very muggy and everything right. but it's it's okay that I'm out yeah fair enough <laughs> uh, I don't handle handle heat well but um and yeah so anyhow everyone should listen to it well the, I don't know if you should listen to it like uh, it's it's a little bit. I don't know. It's it's kind of like serial how it doesn't end in, in as neatly as you want it to end. Mm. Even even though it, they they do a really good job of, of it. But very like slice of lifey and all that. Uh, it is really focused uh in the in like this chasing down this mystery. Mm. But there are all these slices of life in there that okay. you're just like, "Oh god." Ugh. <laughs> um but okay, last week we were talking about uh, the game we were playing. Um, uh, what's it called? The fiasco. Fiasco. And because we we tried it with right. Scott and Cassandra, and we just uh, if you didn't if you missed last week, um, we did not. It was a bit of a fiasco, and we needed Mickey's guidance. And I realized that Mickey has a lot of experience playing RPGs. Um, a, a little bit. I don't want to oversell myself here. But uh, some. Why are you wearing a cape then? <laughs> <laughs> to keep me warm. Jeez, Marty. Yeah. But uh, we got some responses from people who really, who also um, like Fiasco and also uh, like that game Paranoia that I gave you. That, Very exciting. Um, which seems really complicated. <laughs> uh, Dylan Jacobson says that he uh, plays too many D&D. Which you play? Which version of D and D have you, uh, you played? I used, I played a lot of four E when I was in college. I played a little bit of five E uh, over the past couple of years, but I haven't really been uh, the, like right when five E came out was when my group started kind of dwindling off. And but, do, what are the like big difference between five E, the fifth and fourth editions? Um, from a gameplay perspective, four E is a lot more rules intensive, and there's also a lot more sameness to what everyone can do it's it's very like spells heavy for all of the classes uh-huh whereas like 5e kind of gets a little bit more down to like the or, original 
storytelling story, storytelling aspects yeah. of it a lot more there's a lot more role playing involved it's i people tend to like it more and i kind of agree but, but there was backlash though yeah yeah, yeah from the nerds are like crap i mean there's always backlash from the nerds right you, see you every can, someone gets fucked anytime there's a change you can't change anything or else the nerds would be like but it used to be this other way yeah. <laughs> it's so un- <laughs> unbelievable now i can't even do it uh, but before he was a lot more dungeon crawly for me and mm-hmm. i i tended to like I liked the changes that 5e introduced. Um, okay, that's good. And then Dark Heresy, have you played that? I've not. Buffy, Pokemon? I, I, I think I've played the... I've, well, I've played Pokemon games. I don't think oh, I've ever played a Pokemon tabletop. RP, tabletop. Um, but you've played the Buffy tabletop? I've played the Buffy tabletop, actually. Yeah, I had, I had, I, it was one of those, like, we brought it in for a session, and then we never did it again. But, I mean, it seemed... I, I love Buffy, and Buffy's, like, one of my favorite TV series of all time. Did you Do you play the characters of the show, then? Uh, no, I don't think so. You're just in that world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's or that's what I remember happening. God, that was a while back. And he, uh, Dylan, also mentioned for if you want a quick one, ten candles. Have you heard of that? No, no, no. But well, we'll check it out. We'll we'll see how the fiasco goes because right. we're going to play that again. Uh, we did record it, but it just it, Not we, good. we spent much too many wasted too much time like work worrying about the rules and like yeah. all that stuff um but it is a great improv oh yeah fiasco, fiasco is designed for improvisers more than most role-playing games like yeah. fiasco is very rules light it's just like here's a character here's what you're trying to accomplish go it's you do kind of have to fold through a lot of things to get to that point right but once you get there it's it's just go just uh, doing scenes right Right, and it, it is doing scenes, and it is just yes anding, and and which is really fun. Yeah, and and oh, speaking of yes anding, is is your improv? How's your improv class? Um, I've been practicing because I've been waiting for a third level to come up that is more frequent. Because now they're just week to week, but there's one that's twice a week, so uh-huh. I need that one. Otherwise, I can't do it throughout the summer. I need to get it done in a month. So how are you? How do you? Does one practice improv? Do you just? Uh, we uh, we sign up at UCB. You can rent rooms, and a bunch of us get together. And sometimes you bring a teacher in. So you're on a team then? Not really, just friends. Uh huh. Yeah, and whoever wants to join us, if you guys ever want to join us. Yeah. All right, all right. Yeah, Let me know yeah. when you guys are there. Yeah, like yeah. it's like once a week, maybe. Cool. Um, I forgot to mention that we are on the Twitter. That's Nooner Podcast, oh, and sh- then NoonerPodcast at gmail dot com, and then noonerpodcast.tumblr.com which is maintained by uh, Darren and Tyson and um, hello to Jenny Marie and to Evan and to everybody else listening uh, live which seems to be pretty light today but please please tweet in uh, or send an email and uh, Darren says that S-Town has been labeled exploitative by some uh, because it's a you know New York journalist who comes to Alabama to mm-hmm. and is interviewing all these people I would I would say that uh, the the guy, um, the journalist who who hosts it, I forget his name, but he is really like intimately involved in the story. Uh, without, I don't think it's exploitative at all. I think it is exploitative and or not exploitative. It it's just it's a pretty raw like look at a very interesting life and mm. life that we don't normally see. So I can see why people would say that, but I didn't find it exploitative at all. Yeah, from what you've described, I kind of thought like, oh, I could see people having that problem with it, especially yeah. like, yeah, look people. at these dumb like Southerners and right. like. But I've, I, I haven't listened to the show, so I can't really comment. But I, I just in general, I, 
I could see that being an issue, but I've never. But I think anytime there's a an examination of a culture that is maybe not as uh, wealthy as another culture, you know, as the culture investigating it, there's going to be accusations of that. You know? Yeah. And um, so I don't know. No, I, I definitely think that's part of what's going on there. And it's 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 complicated because you obviously you want to ha- be able to tell this story, but you want to be able to tell it in a way that's respectful to all parties involved. So I can see sort of both sides of the issue. Right. Uh, and it's, it, you know, it's also how do you examine this culture if you're not within it? And then all of the artists probably left to New York anyway, because they weren't really welcome uh, in their home state. So it's, it's, it's a tough balance to strike. Yeah. I mean, I've often thought about like driving cross country and just like, I met, I mean, like going through very small towns that are, are and sort of experiencing the country. And I don't know if, if that is uh, just, just to see what like these Trump states are like, you know, yeah. is that exploitative? No, I, I, I mean, I couldn't say I'm not, I'm not necessarily an expert on that. As someone who's from there, I wouldn't necessarily feel you that speak way. for everybody, please. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but you know, speaking for all people ever, I would yeah. say, uh, who knows? Scott, what? <laughs> all right, very good. <laughs> I well, I think the internet is inherently exploitative. I mean, if you look on uh, at like Reddit, you know, so much of it is like like crazy weird shit. Like, go to WTF to see how crazy Asian people are on you know all the shit they compile on a scooter or. You know, and or whatever, I'm, or look at a car crash. You know, yeah. Um, there's. I never go on Reddit. I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh well, then yeah. shut up. Okay. No. <laughs> do you are you do you go on Reddit at all? Uh, not anymore. Oh. I used to like uh, back in the day, but it it wasn't really for me. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it's a great resource for uh, for. Yeah. Um, whatever your interest is mm. it, um, it's definitely one of those things that if you put i feel like if i put time into it i could have gotten a lot out of it but like just deciding like oh this one this subreddit's for me and this subreddit's not but right i'm also bad at interacting on the internet with people so oh. yeah like what do you I, mean bad i just don't like it like i it's it's have just you, like you don't have to exactly well that's kind of what I, I just ended up lurking all the time and i feel like you're only really getting like a quarter of the experience of of being like, a person on of, the internet, of getting into it like a troll war with somebody, a flame war. Right, exactly. I didn't. I missed out on all the flame wars. Oh, you missed out on being great like, stuff. You probably voted for True. Romney. Well, was, this was oh, back, in the, back in the day. Oh shit! Of the Romneys. Um, apparently, we're not streaming right now. Is oh. a hello? Yeah. I th- well, I don't know what's going on. Um, shit. All right. Well, I'm not going to worry about it right now. Um, well, maybe we'll maybe it's just with Jenny Marie, but um, like there's this Cleveland shooter. Have you heard about this guy? Um, Didn't he, he just die? Oh, did he just die in Pennsylvania? He just randomly shot somebody. Yeah, he yeah. was. He um, oh, I think he just died in Pennsylvania. He killed himself. Oh, wow. Well, Sorry. so <laughs> he, I guess, uh, was heartbroken. I guess he got dumped or something like that, and. On Facebook, he went up to somebody and on Facebook Live and then killed yeah. them for awful for no reason, and that video got millions of views, Oof. you know. And 
it's it's a it's creepy that's that that's where the society is and that's also that that's what he like what what drives him to do that like what what does he hope to achieve it's like oh this will show her how much i love yeah, her yeah yeah no, I mean, it's, it's, yeah it's, it's oh oh so do you have earbuds no i do not no oh. sorry oh i left mine at home today thank you Hello. 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 Hey, it's uh, Kruger. Whoa, what's up? Not much. Um, uh, Steve, everybody, uh, this is Steve. Steve, I don't know if you've met Scott. Hi. Um, Hi. Scott used to live in the basement, remember? Oh, the yes. The cellar dweller. The cellar dweller. The cellar dweller. Yes. yes. You, you made reference to him several times on the podcast, but you never actually met him. It was hilarious. Well, no, I still haven't met him. And uh, also, we've got Mickey here. So. Oh, no, I met him at your wedding. Oh, yeah, you met at the wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the white guy. Oh, that guy. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, you yeah, remember. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow, two white guys made it. That must have been great. I know. They, they, they so much to talk about. They stood out like sore thumbs. <laughs> like sore white thumbs. Yes. <laughs> uh, sea of not white. Yeah, frostbitten toes. or No, I guess that that they turn black. Anyhow, um, <laughs> Steve is in uh, is in Austin. How are things? Why are you able to call in today? Because I can. Oh, I, I want. I want to. I want to say hi to everybody. Hey. All right. See ya. No. Uh, okay. Goodbye. Thanks for. What's uh, what do you? What's going on in in Austin? Is it getting? Uh, hot, it's getting what? Warm. Um, no, it's actually quite nice. Okay. You know what? That's fantastic patter yeah exactly yeah and hopefully is this my father are we talking about hopefully the weather right out of the like gate? years from now when they're when they're delving the the archive in the uh steven kruger library they'll they'll come across this nugget of audio who the, cares about the weather i mean seriously isn't that a song uh no what's going on what are you doing i'm just eating uh, breakfast tacos okay but starting no. my country uh, music career uh, but no, life-wise, like you, you are you coming back? Are you making media? Are you are you railing against the world? What's going on? I am currently writing for Alex Jones. I don't know if you've heard of him, but he's here in Austin, and I got a quick little gig, kind of punching up some of his stuff, making it a little funnier. Are you talking and about then, the testimony in his uh, custody trial? You're, you're punching that up. I'm not allowed up? to talk about that. I, I, I just work for Infowars, <laughs> um, really great catered lunches. Um, um, you realize it's all an act. You know, it's it, that's just a character I, that he plays. I fucking write the character, dude. He's a he performance a artist. Fair, He's a short black man uh, who's missing an eye. Oh, wait, no, that's Sammy Davis Jr. Shit. Um, it's pretty good performance art, if it is, I have to say. Yeah. It's commitment, at the very least. Yeah. I have to say. Yeah. Um, no, but have you, are you, are, have you met Alex Jones? I have not, but I've just become obsessed with him recently. Um, I didn't really pay attention to him before because he is in Austin, which is... Does he live in he, Austin? He lives in produces his i'm going to put it in quotes over my voice show mm. uh, right here in austin texas wow yeah and keeping it weird do you do you uh do you have you ever watched Infowars? i've only seen little bits on other shows like a john oliver show or an aggregator of of stuff about what's going on in the world 
um, he's batshit crazy. Yeah, I, I was yeah. Say, I don't know if I could sit through an entire one. Like, how long are they? Are they like an hour long? I'm sure he just turns it on and, and just, just goes. goes. <laughs> yeah. It's sort of where Glenn Beck left off and somebody said, no, read the Illuminati a little more and get get <laughs> well, angrier, get it, real bright red. His, so he's like... His big thing is that, he, I mean, he's a huge conspiracy uh, theorist. And yes. like he believes that the Newtown massacre was a false flag operation. Well, that's, that's obviously true. And, uh, and he had all these crazy things about Obama. Why, why do you, why is he popular? Like, I don't, I don't understand his appeal. I mean, people, it's people for eat, us. Yeah. People eat that shit up. They love, they love to hear that there's like a big he's weird like, thing going on in the world. He's the personification of the weekly world news. Is that it? I, I don't know what that is, actually. Steve, do you have a theory? Um, I think people like mysteries. I think people watch Law and Order because you don't know who did it, and um, conspiracies are fun. There, I, I enjoy the movie JFK. I mean, it is not factual based on fact. It, yeah. it is. It, it's a detective story that makes you think that the highest levels of government, in collusion with the mob and Joe Pesci's eyebrows shot the president but it probably was just a kook right but that's that's not a good narrative so yeah we have a problem with guns and mental illness in this country and there's probably some sensible things we could do without overturning the second amendment but that's not interesting but to say that obama faked it because he's coming for your guns that's that's clickworthy, right and that's a narrative that you can put in people yeah i guess people like narratives to the point I mean, there's got to be something psychological working out there that people believe that the world is flat, you know? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, there's such an elaborate, like, like story that these people weave. Like, and I was listening to it this weekend or reading about it. Is, it's like they believe that the North Pole is in, the, like, okay, the Earth is a disc. Yes, I love this one. Flat it, Earth. Flat Earth, yeah. And then in the very center of the disc is the North Pole, okay? Right. And then all the other countries spread out, and then uh, the entire rim of that disc has is surrounded by a 150 foot wall of ice that is patrolled by NASA, so that nobody can get to it. Oh my God! And that is the way the world works, and all the celestial bodies like work around it. So never mind that if the sun is just sort of going around, that it's always in view of the entire flat Earth. Never mind about that. And never mind that all of a sudden, like, you should, it should take you forever to get from uh, the tip of Argentina to New Zealand, but it doesn't take you as long. You know, it, 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 there's just so many factors that are so obvious, but people go out of their way to say that, that it, it, it's a conspiracy. You but know? if you fly a plane, you don't have to tilt the nose down. That's my favorite argument of theirs. If you fly a plane all the way around the world, they should be having to tilt the nose down if it's oh, round. Oh my god, that is insane. That's my favorite thing anyone's ever said. That is, is just... Yeah, huh. so... That, but I think that there's a predisposition for people to be contrary and to to believe the stupidest shit. Uh, so I, I guess, don't want to sound like a fascist, but I'm going to. Okay. Um, I think you should have to take a test before you get to vote. Because uh, you need to take a test to get a, to operate a, a motor vehicle, 
I, I really think these people should not be allowed to vote. In what do you mean by system. these people? I mean, I'm you not a racist. I'm not a Jews. racist, but... <laughs> mm. uh, the Zionist hoodlums. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I really think... I mean, to become a citizen, you have to take a test and, and read some stuff. I, I took or the test recently. you can get and born did, here. did quite well. I was impressed with my public school education. But I, I really think the president, before being sworn in has to answer 50 questions, you know, like what are the three branches of government and what is a nuclear, like nuclear triad? I mean, that is like, okay, he's got dudes for that. But I don't <laughs> think that dude and some of the people that listen to Alex Jones even understand just kind of like basic civics and basic, I guess what you're talking about is earth science. You know, yeah. when, when did we determine the earth was round like five, 600 years ago? It's a it's a pretty new concept. It's 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 relatively. I mean, it was it was uh, was that Galileo and and so that would. Oh no, Copernicus, right? Copernic- oh, that's or, right. Or, or I don't know. I mean, no, but like sailors knew Come it. Come on, Yale. <laughs> no, sailors knew it for years because yeah. the the thing you would see first from an oncoming ship is the the tip of the mast, and then the last thing you see is the the bottom of the boat when it, it's approaching. So they've known that the Earth is round forever, you know. Right. Uh, and it, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like yesterday, Trump referred to um, the the leader of North Korea as this guy or this gentleman. Gentleman. This gentleman. gentleman. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. It's like, it's easy. Like, just think of what the first Korean name. Oh, Kim. Okay, so anyhow, <laughs> Kim. Uh, Jesus. Um so Darren wants to know what you uh, that he assumes that you the reason why you came back on the podcast is to discuss the girls finale and I know that your yes, wife let's, feel, let's unpack it guys okay let me, let me get it let me get my uh, herbal tea okay and let me put my slippers on yeah I have watched every single episode of Girls twice once um, that's, and and that finale was a gut punch that that stunk. Oh, oh, wait. I thought it was a gut punch and it was like dramatic and, and like no, moving. What that? Oh, my God. What? what uh, well, okay. If you if you're, have it in your DVR, skip the next 90 seconds because I want to know what happened. All right. <laughs> oh, you don't watch girls? Uh, no, I'm a, I'm a man. Um, yeah, but you're married. You're, you're, ha- you're half a girl now. I know. Seriously. But um, you and your wife watch Korean soap operas? Oh, man. Which, drank a bottle of wine? Yeah, no, Soju. Um, but is that her name? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, Don Rickles, you left us too soon. Yeah, well, you're there to pick up the mantle. Exactly, the new Don Rickles, angry, angry Jewish guy. Oh, that's so funny, though. God, that guy was great. Um, it's a show about girls, but ironically, the most interesting characters are the boys in it, and the finale did not feature any of the male leads. And Lena Dunham, whose character's name is Hannah, I believe, but it's just Lena Dunham, um, got pregnant by the guy from the night of several uh, episodes prior and had her baby Mm -hmm. um, and was having difficulty latching, meaning the baby did not want to suck on her nipple. I don't want either. Well, the show is known for showing her nude form and she is rubenesque okay which i appreciated in the beginning you know i don't uh, there are different shapes and sizes of women and i think it was great but it kind of hit a tipping point where i would 
watch the beginning of the HBO kind of that bug that comes on. And then it says like adult content, adult language. And I would pray that there was no end, no nudity. I don't want to see Lena Dunham's tits for 28 minutes. I've, I've seen him. I have, a, I'm, I could pick him out of a lineup. I just, <laughs> and this episode was just rife with tits and her tits and her nipples and the baby. And uh, it just, it was so disappointing. Oh, but you liked the every episode leading up to there, more or less? It kind of lost its way. It got a little... Judd Apatow is a producer on it, and while I think he's great in some instances, he can be a little old-school sitcom-y, a little shticky. I watched the second season of his Netflix show, Girls... Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Love, uh-huh. which I enjoyed the first season very much, and the second season felt a little like a sitcom. Uh and I, when I, when I want my sitcoms, I want a big, dumb, and loud with a laugh track. But when I want something a little smarter, I don't want, um, you know, I got to hide from my ex-boyfriend at this farmer's market. You know, quick, duck beneath these carrots. Like, uh. no, But wait, are carrots <laughs> the funniest vegetable we can hide behind? No, yeah, bring, bring those rutabagas. She, does, she doesn't want to run into her ex-boyfriend. She, she buys her current boyfriend a face-down massage thing in the donut so he won't see. And I was like... All right. Okay, guys. Right. But some, somebody went home early that night. Anyway. I, yeah, do, yeah. I do like that Paul Rust. He's very funny. He's fantastic. And it, it was a great first season. But Yeah. Uh, and Judd Apatow kind of put a little bit of his, his sitcom shtick onto girls. and I don't know. Yeah. I mean, where else can you watch a show about being in your 20s and it's all female-centric other than um, Two Broke Girls? Oh, well, I mean, I think that's all you need is two broke girls. Two broke girls. Yeah. Um, what was I going to ask you? Um, shit. I forgot. I have a question. Was, Go ahead. So was Judd Apatow, was he always involved with girls? Like, was he in it from the beginning or did he hop on later on? Because I actually don't know. He was there from the beginning. Yeah. Wow, yes. And he re- if you really want to be annoyed, Hollywood people. Uh, she made a great movie called Tiny Furniture. I strongly recommend it. I, I really feel like she's a female Woody Allen or a budding female Woody Allen. I think she's about. she's wildly funny and very smart. Mm. Yeah. And so she made this movie and it kind of hit, hit. And Judd Apatow had, had passed or not picked up the phone for Eastbound and Down. And it had become kind of this big cult hit. And he's like, I'm not going to let that happen again. So he watched her movie and said, I want to do a show with you. And they pitched it to HBO. And the document is available online. It is a page and a half of nonsense. Just like, (laughs) this show is going to be about life and girls and the wonderment of exploring who you are. It doesn't list any characters. It doesn't explain what what the format, like all the stuff that you have to do to sell a show along with, you know. Looks like somebody's first run at what a a TV pitch document should be. Yeah. And but, I was, and she sold it off of it. And I, it's just one of those, like, well, there you go. Yeah. Well, and he, he's famous for cultivating writers. I mean, he he made Seth Rogen uh, turned him into a writer and, and taught him how to structure things and all that stuff. Um, but, but it would be it would be like me going into HBO and saying, I want to do a show about guys that that hang doors. You know, like when you build a house and then. You need that guy to hang a door. And it's hard work. And it's their lives and their hopes and their dreams and doors. Um, so where's my money? Well, yeah. I mean, I, in, in a way, I feel like 
if she has a sort of manifesto, that's more interesting than like describing the her three friends. You know, like I don't need to know who like whatever uh, who I'm trying to think of the characters' names, but like that's not as important. Marnie, as... Soch, and the other one. Okay. <laughs> They always forget her name. They're always like, "What a, a other one? Come on, other one!" Yeah, who, David Mamet's daughter, uh, Kevin Williams, uh, Kevin Brian Williams, Brian Williams' daughter, uh, and someone else. The English lady. <laughs> yes, her name is Jemima. Oh, in real life, that's yes. awesome. Wow. Yeah, that's a good name. Um, well, maybe you're right. Maybe I, I, maybe we focus too much on the high concept. It's like two broke girls meets two and a half men. It's called two and a half broke girls. Blah, but like. Maybe hitting the themes and hitting why it's important to you is is more important than you know the the quote unquote elevator pitch. Right, right. Which, by the way, is a show I'm pitching called Elevator Pitch, where we we kidnap TV executives in an elevator and we put them together with people and pitch them shows. Um, let's just coming tell, coming this fall to Game Show Network. Tell me about it in the elevator. The elevator. And the first pitch is the pitching of the show. I mean, it's fucking so meta, dude. <laughs> Scott. Your wife shows some skin in her latest comedy special. We don't know about that, do we? She, I do know because I saw it. Okay. She shows skin. Oh, the skin. Netflix special. Okay. Yeah, the Netflix special. She oh, shows. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's interesting. In the bowling alley. She does. Yeah. Well, oh. she she pulls up her shirt. Oh, okay. Because she's, she's talking about being sexy. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with the bit? I'm, I do not remember. Oh. Yeah, I'm She's sure. got a lot of bits. Okay. Well, I'm saying, no, I don't mean that. I mean, comedy <laughs> I know, bits. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I mean, like, it's a long-ass show, and she, like, it's pretty crazy. Long-ass in a good way? In a great, oh, okay. in a really good way, yeah. Okay. And uh, she talks about you a fair amount? Yes. Yes. <laughs> so, I'm very tired right now. <laughs> oh, really? Why? <laughs> I didn't sleep at all. Why? Uh Honestly, I'm not getting paid by uh, somebody I work for, and I'm I'm about to go to small claims court, and I don't want to do that. Ugh, that yeah, sucks. That sucks. Um, oh, so Steve Darren said that Two Broke Girls had its sixth season finale. Uh, do you want to go over that one? Uh, yeah, they're still broke, and there's still uh, a racist Asian character, and it's got more dick jokes per minute than anything else on TV. Ugh, I've I, actually never seen it. I don't. Yeah, I don't watch I, a lot of network TV. I uh, dated somebody who worked on it, and I tried watching it once, and I just couldn't. I could not. Literally, could not get through it a, a whole episode. Man. It was terrible. I've never even. You've seen those people on the internet that that take you know that show or Big Bang Theory, and they pull the laughs out, and so you watch the scene without the sweetening of <laughs> of the laughter, and oh. it is. I saw that. That's they're amazing. all over the internet. I, yeah. I think they should air them that way. Let people let people decide when show. they laugh. So you know, even though they have they tape these shows in front of live studio audiences, they also they have a machine that like has a knob, mm -hmm. and the more you turn the knob, the more laughs come out. Not the volume, but actually the the quantity of laughs. You know, which mm -hmm. is kind of amazing. Yeah. yeah. And so they they will sweeten the laugh track that the audience is providing. Mm. It's now, to be, to be fair, sometimes they will reshoot a scene. So the audience has heard the joke like four times. And it is hard and so, yeah, they to don't, laugh they, the they didn't time. laugh the fourth time David Spade went, walk a walk a walk you know. So <laughs> they need to sweeten it. But um, I always thought they should do a drama in front of a live studio audience. 
Um, you can hear like oh, reactions oh, in the crowd. Yeah. Right. Like Law and Order. Like, ooh. Oh, yeah. No, I've always thought like, yeah, if you're a comedian or if you're doing comedy, you can literally measure your success. But as yep. a drama, like, um, I want you guys to catch all your tears in these test tubes so I know if I did a good job or not. Just catch your general interest in this test tube. Right, like. yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Just cap it in there. Uh, but, yeah, I'd be up for that. I would. I, have they ever done that before? I guess on a very special Family Ties, they, they did, uh, you know... That would be drama in front of a live studio audience. Think, uh, no, I'm I'm talking like person of interest, like a, like or you know like some heavy duty, you know, network drama. But just so the studio audience obviously has to go to all the sets they shoot and be there for 18 hours while they're banging out you know a, a single camera show. But I, I don't know. You just cut to some woman crying in the back. I think that would be powerful. So it's like an alleyway in New York, but there's like. 80 people sitting in the background <laughs> sitting in bench, <laughs> and in between shots there's like a comic going so anyway who's from out of town all right no no Cleveland. no, right, no sorry t- about lebron anyway no no it, it, it'll be uh wh- what's that storytelling show um it'd be the moth the moth it would be like you know a moth warm-up guy just telling a story about how you know he lost his dog but found his true love or found his we true need calling. To bring the audience down. that would be my dream job I, we gotta bring this audience way down this audience is well, way too happy they have to be ready for the drama my mother is bipolar and i emancipated myself from her when i was 16 we did not speak for three. Oh, oh we're ready to go okay camera's up, everyone oh that's that's my light everyone uh at but the like, end of it uh, i suffer from depression yeah, goodbye right uh, the band is uh it's all holocaust survivors playing some very sad sort of violins and cellos that, that that's a show i was yeah. gonna say four-piece cello yes and we're, we, if you're hungry we're passing out some dry crackers mm-hmm. and uh who, who wants <laughs> no, some dry you crackers the you keep them hungry keep oh them sad. i see yeah who wants some neutral flavored sugarless candy <laughs> craft i think the best just... place to shoot a drama would be on a flight in front of an audience because it doesn't matter what movie I'm watching. I was actually dipping into that new Netflix show, Sandy Wexler. And you started crying. Towards the end when he gives his big, you know, the character needs to tell the woman how he really feels. I was on a plane. I might be welling up right now because of the lack of oxygen. Yeah. And I was the fact that I, I might get beaten by airport cops. I was watching Henry the Portrait of a Serial Killer on a plane, just bawling my eyes out. <laughs> oh my God. I, I watched Eraserhead on a plane once, and I was like, well, this has changed everything. <laughs> <laughs> but I, it is true. Like, I will cry. I don't, I don't know if it's the altitude, the lack of oxygen, or just the intimacy that you have with your earbuds and, and yeah. your laptop, but I will cry watching, you know... Uh, what is it like? A Rob a Rob Schneider movie, exactly. The Animal, you know, <laughs> like oh, I I remember seeing October Sky on a plane, and I declared aloud to no one, "This is the greatest film I have ever seen." <laughs> was, now I don't. I've never tears. seen it since. Jake Gyllenhaal was a, he's a it's his tour de force, but that would be the best. Like super rich people get on a flight at LAX and it gets to 30,000 feet for two hours and shows a movie and then just lands back at LAX. But you'd be like, that was the best movie. Oh my God. That really would be, uh, using that for test audiences. Yeah. Oh that, yeah. It's a, it, yeah. You need to find out what that is 
like if it's lack of oxygen, then for a test audience, you need to suck out the air. <laughs> if you're the filmmaker, because you want to up that score and get that, fill those tear test tubes. Those tear test tubes. <laughs> yeah, you go to a movie theater and you're cramped in. The seats just push are pushed right into your knees, and you're watching on a little tiny screen on the headrest in front of you, and the food is fucking terrible. And, uh, and there's a baby yeah. crying, right? And the, the guy next to you got punched and <laughs> punched and dragged off the plane. So you're you're already on the verge of tears. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I wonder what movie people watched after that guy got punched and dragged off the plane. <laughs> um, fight, fight. Well, that was upsetting. Anyway, so should we watch? We bought a zoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the whole flight. Uh, did you guys watch the Thor Ragnarok trailer? Yeah. I'm so jazzed. I didn't do any of my homework. Yeah, it's okay. Girls, I've never seen that. It's a, I haven't seen girls either. So we, we're on the same page. <laughs> and you didn't listen to S Town, Shit Town. Um, did you see? Holy it? shit, that's a good podcast. Uh, well, you missed that. We already discussed it. But I know. Uh, uh, <laughs> did you um, see that uh, that trailer, Steve? No, I was going to let other people talk. Oh, okay. Uh, what do you think? Oh, I'm so excited! I I couldn't be more excited. Honestly, the uh, the director uh, Taiko Waititi, mm-hmm. I love him. I've loved everything he's done. This looks like it's going to be great. Yeah, I'm, just, I'm so ready for it. Yeah, I, I think it's it's very funny, and the action looks fantastic. Yeah. And when's it coming out? This winter, I think November, November or something. I think, yeah, November's the second time slot for Marvel lately, so yeah. I guess it'd be that. Yeah, I was hoping to catch it before I go to Norway. Oh well, oh, yeah. You can but, tell them about it. Be like, but Scott, did, guys, you haven't seen the first two Thor movies, no, so I'll, I'll, I'll catch up. Yeah, yeah. I I just sort of scanned through it the the other, or actually yesterday, I had uh, the second Thor up, um, and I was just like, oh, so in the very first scene of the Thor franchise you're getting rid of the asian character the one asian character in the marvel universe you're just like go off to your country they need you okay bye Bye. (laughs) and then that's the only that's 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 it there's no one left right you know i'm not gonna count i mean it's it's or at least the asian only asian male character Mm -hmm. like that's like it pissed me off so much (laughs) what was that character Oh, he was just part of Thor's posse. Oh. But all the all the white guys stayed. The one black dude stayed. They were like, oh, we don't need this one. Yeah, send, send him, him back. back to his country, his his world. Yeah. His world needs him. Oh, God. <laughs> Piss me off. But I do like the dark world. That That's a pretty good one. Yeah. Uh, and are you more excited about Ragnarok or uh, Marvel's or whatever, Gar- Guardians Guardian of the Galaxy? Galaxy no. Uh Volume two. Volume two, excuse yeah. me. Oh, that's right, because they have to do it like the, the tapes. Like the tapes. Yeah. Um, I mean, look, Guardians of the Galaxy One is probably my favorite Marvel movie because it's just jokes. Like it's just like sci-fi story, okay, but the jokes are really what you're coming for. Yeah. And I think that would be my ideal Marvel scenario, which is just like, eh, whatever these stories. Cause like most of Marvel stuff is like pretty good sci-fi stories none of it is like mind-blowingly like this is what i'm coming for right but when they get the jokes right that's perfect for me like that's exactly what i need out of a marvel story and it seems like ragnarok has the same thing yeah like the same like they've even ramped up that comedy even more and taiki waititi is is or taiko i think taika 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 waititi he's Super funny. If you've seen uh, we we live in shadows, is that what it's called? What we do, what in, we the do in shadows? No, sorry, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Not, I don't pay attention anymore. Oh, I've dropped. You're, off. 
Oh, you're good. It's not really worth it. <laughs> not, not what we do in the shadows is totally worth it, but just like paying attention is not worth it. Oh, is totally. it the germs movie? No, no, no. It's oh. like a Flight of the Concords. Like it's a vampire oh, okay. movie. Oh, okay. Like um, uh, a couple people from uh, Jermaine Clement is in it. And yeah. Then, um, and oh, what's his name? Is the werewolf Rise Darby? Thank you so Reece, much. Reece, yeah, Reese Darby. Reese Darby. Rise Darby. Yeah. yeah, he's hilarious. That movie is so fucking funny. Yeah, it really it is. is great. Is it on Netflix? Uh, I think sure I think it might be. Uh, I don't know. You, sure, why not? Yeah, you have to. You if you if it is, then you should totally watch it. I it is hilarious. Yeah, it is really funny. It's uh, one of my favorite movies of the last like five years or whenever it came out. Yeah. I saw um, Captain Fantastic or whatever it's called. Yeah, Captain Fantastic. Yeah, you said that was good, and it was. Oh. oh. Was that the Vigo Mortensen joint? Yeah, yeah it was really good. I didn't see I, it. I haven't seen it. You told me to see it. I say lots of things. <laughs> we, we don't you know this? Oh, this podcast God. is based on, or my whole life is based on opinions without any like actual experience. <laughs> it's good. All right, all right. All right. I told you that. Good. I know that, but I haven't seen it. <laughs> Jesus, why is yeah, it so Yeah, I know hard? it's good. I haven't seen I it, but I know. Down. Uh, oh my god! Well, watch what we do in the shadows next time, and we'll, okay, yeah. we'll converse. Oh, I haven't okay. seen that one either. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. Or anything for there? Like, I haven't seen. I don't know what a Marvel is. I'm yeah, just sitting over yeah. here. I I read Reddit, and I just yeah. Read. And you watch the trailers. Yeah. Uh, Steve, has, has Reddit made you inured to human suffering? Why? Just because there's so much, so many people who are exp- showing images of suffering and all that. On I really wish I hadn't watched that Cleveland gentleman get who was mad at his girlfriend um, shoot that guy. Why did you though? Because uh, it's there. Because yeah. it existed, and I went. I, I mean, I wish I had never seen two girls, one cup, but I knew it existed. Six times. I said, <laughs> I, said I, I have to see this, and I wish I hadn't. Um, um, remember those tape demagnetizers from the 90s? You know, when you had like audio tapes or video tapes, you could like put a magnet over it and it would erase them. Uh huh. I wish I could do that for my brain. Right. <laughs> I guess that's called a lobotomy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Or eye bleach. It's, I bleach. I just I didn't want to see that old guy get shot and killed. And I avoid that stuff. Yeah, that Louis uh, Louisville Louisville uh, player a few years ago, his leg was shattered. Um, Oh, I can't watch. So I decided I'm never going to watch that. And then someone posted it on their Facebook page, and I had it was just on right when I turned it, and it was the most awful thing, indelibly etched in my brain forever. Mm, Yeah, but like so, I did watch the riots in Berkeley. Um, and I watched that dreadlocked girl get punched in the face by a alt-right Nazi guy, and it made me sad because I don't like anyone getting punched in the face, but this is like a slight 90-pound dreadlocked girl. And then I saw her on a video a day later, didn't have a black eye, was talking about it like it was nothing. So that that made me happy. That's good. Yeah. I was on Reddit. Uh, I... Nazis can't punch, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> or, uh, you know, liberals can take a punch. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, uh, Our but, faces are reinforced with steel to, yeah. to break Nazi knuckles. Do do they pronounce it Antifa and and Antifa? The, oh, I've actually me? yeah. Anybody anti, anti Antifa, 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 because it's fascist. Antifa, Antifa, Antifa. <laughs> but like those people, I I just I, I don't want them representing my any of my ideals because I think these are just people who are, want to get into a fight. They really want to have violence with fa- these 
neo-Nazis. And I just think it's so counterproductive and it pisses me off. And so that I did not watch those, you know, I, I'm just not interested in yeah. that. No, I mean, you're giving them, they're giving them what they want. They're like, they really want to fight. So they're like, well, let's go fight them. And instead it's like, well, maybe that's not what we should be doing, guys. Right. Yeah, exactly. Ignore them. Like, who gives a shit? Like, I don't know. Um, So a couple uh, notes from our Tumblr people. Darren says that Jemima Kirk is the daughter of the drummer Simon Kirk from from Bad Company and Free. Yes. Uh, So I guess... It helps to be born into royalty. Yeah, I'll add him to my favorite drummers list. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. How, how far have you gotten with that? Uh, I still have the guy from Rat. And uh, what was the other one? Uh, Neil Payard. No, I don't remember. Um, yeah. I think the point of the bit was that I didn't know any drummers anyway. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Tyson said that what we do in the shadows is definitely on Amazon Prime. Are you in Amazon Prime, Scott? Yes. All right. There you go. So you're in. You're in like Flynn. Can I borrow your username and password to watch it again yep that's scott cassidy <laughs> at <laughs> hotmail.com aol.com yes i mean who would have a, an aol email address or uh an earthlink address like who has that who does that i do i do I know. That's I'm specifically saying it because you both have ding dong addresses, <laughs> and it's just my name. And I, 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 I was never a, with Earthlink. I was with an ISP, and they Earthlink bought it, and then I got rid of Earthlink. But I just kept. Email address. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> <laughs> that's my fucking bit. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had a meeting last uh, night with some friends who are opening a bar, and they. <clears throat> wanted to, <laughs> they like it's like a beer and wine bar and they we were talking about uh the, like what planning the, their ne- their second bar so what what are the qualities that you guys look for in a in, this would be a beer and wine like and food establishment so like i'm i'm genuinely interested like what people think of this because i you know of course it would be great if it was successful and right. you know so this is a potential venture that i might get into I don't, i'm not sure yet but this isn't my day i don't watch girls and i don't go to bars <laughs> yeah uh, reasonable i i mean for me it's like noise level would probably be my number one thing you like the noise no i like no noise Uh-oh. i like i like chill like i like to go into a place and it'd be like oh n- nothing is happening it's very quiet and what about music um music at like a conversation level uh-huh. yes i don't like loud music yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we left we were down at marina del rey and we walked out of two Why? different places because the music was so loud yeah it's yeah awful yeah what's the point i i think it's so people don't have to talk and then people can you know they can, so they can pretend, bob. They can yeah, bob they can bob away. and be like, what? Be, yeah. ah, ah. It's good, isn't it? Yeah. Did you hear about that drummer? Let's <laughs> 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 do shots. Let's do shots. Steve? Uh, well, is this place going to be in Los Angeles? Yeah, it's going to be down oh, the street. Definitely always be shooting uh, like an episodic series in there. <laughs> so you, like, you walk in and there's like lights and they're like, oh, yeah, we're, we're, we're closed. We're, we're uh, shut down for production. Yeah. Always. I okay. never get in there. Yeah, that should be the theme of the bar is just being shut down for production. Right, right, right. Okay. Just have floodlights in the thing. There's just, there's like a, a, a flustered PA with a headset and, and a clipboard. Like, who, who are you? Are you from the network? Like, no, I just want to drink. No, I'm sorry. We're, 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 we're close today. We're, we're shooting a CSI Newark. Um, yeah. So my biggest pet peeve 
and I I do go to restaurants and bar uh, bars often is televisions. Oh yeah. Yeah, I yeah. don't want to watch television with the sound off while I drink. So you'd rather have the Please. sound up? Have the sound up at full volume <laughs> yeah. you know, on a loop of girls right. and two broke girls and on opposite screens. Does that uh, TV swing out right in between me and my wife so I don't have to look at her? <laughs> uh, so I don't think people have spoken or heard from you, Steve, since you've been married. Um, how are you enjoying the married life? No, it- I did it when I was at your house. Oh, that's... Didn't I talk about married life? Oh, I guess so. But it's very much like living with the person you've been living with for six years, but now you can't escape. <laughs> oh, the state recognizes it. Yeah. You know when you're playing Monopoly and you hit jail, but you're in the just visiting section? <laughs> right, right. I, I then went around a community chest and it was go to jail. Go straight to jail. jail. Yeah, I'm yeah. in jail. And you, you've... you've, you've Run out of dice to roll doubles on. I can. I rolling doubles. Go, please let me out. Um, <laughs> Check aw. the rule book again. There's got to be a loophole. The worst game ever, Monopoly. Yeah, it's, it's a bad. It's a bad thing to teach children. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like, hey, what what can you buy? Well, that's what you're worth. Yep, and I'm gonna Kids. destroy you mm-hmm. with my with yeah with like, my incredible wealth. Yeah, it's a ugh. Much like life in some ways. Um, what about food in bars? What kind of... Oh, so Tyson says nightly karaoke. That That is his... No, uh, no, no, no. Not at a bar. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I sure do love the karaoke, but there's a bowling alley just up the street which would do karaoke. Um, what about, like, food-wise? Do you guys... I, I had this idea the other day because I was sick and I, I went to a store and got old-school broken college ramen. And I, I think... It would be a fun little mini menu to be all the shit you ate in college when you were broke. So but like, just like ramen. Fancy, fancy, but fancy versions, you know, like mac and cheese. Yeah. But super fancy, you know, chef's Hot versions dogs. of it. Right, right. Huh. Or the, shitty, like, or the shitty 99 cent ramen package. Yeah. yeah or, or, or three for 99 cents. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Charge nine fifty for it. Yeah, and like there's some, cre- there's some creme fraiche on the top. Yeah, yeah, we we have put some truffle oil on there. Truffle <laughs> oil. Yeah, that'll be seventeen dollars. Uh, are you going to come out to LA anytime again soon? Yes. When? Yes. I don't have a date in front of me. Okay. Well, <laughs> you do have to ask Lance Mountain if she'll unchain you. Yes. Um, she, yeah, I mean, she... remember I'm in jail. Remember I've been rolling, trying to roll doubles. Oh, right. That's right. That's right. Uh, so, Mickey, do you consider yourself a millennial? Uh, I, I guess technically. Yeah. How old are you? 25. So that's, that's in the... Oh, range. you're in the sweet spot, right? Oh, I'm in? Okay. Yeah. Isn't that the sweet spot of I millennialism? Is, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, I'm in the sweet spot of millennialisms. And what generation are you? Well, I, I think I'm on the cutoff. I think I'm um, not even Generation X. I'm... What's before the greatest that? generation? You're part yeah, of the I think 1963. So, and is that? Ryan but that doesn't make you a baby boomer. No. I think yeah, it, it does. Yeah, it does. Really? Yeah, oh, baby, boom. baby boomers are like ni- to 1967. Yeah. Oh, really? Oh, so yeah. I'm, I'm the cutting. Uh, I'm like the the right at the cutoff for for the generation X. So there was a headline. Uh, why are why millennials why are millennials having less sex than Generation Xers? Oh, good. I'm glad I'm here for this. Yes. So, uh, yeah, like today's twenty year olds are having less sex than the previous generation. About 
15% of those from 20 to 24 have having no sexual partners since they turned 18. Mm. Um, hmm. And do you have an explanation for this, speaking for your generation? Right, yeah, as a, as a spokesman for my whole generation. Well, actually, it's really interesting because I feel like 20 seconds ago, I was reading an article that was like, what is going on with millennials and hookup culture? Man, they're just on the Tinder and fucking. So it's like, we can't win. We got to either fuck or not fuck, or I don't know what we're doing. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're having less sex than any generation in 60 years. Oh, man. Um, I wow. Just, when yeah. I was his age, I was going... You were whistling at the... I was just whistling. <laughs> <laughs> Um, (laughs) i was like i was trying to decode what that meant so hard and i was like oh okay cool it's just it's just whistling that's me too i'm just like you know i'm just here whistling i'm just chilling but i what do you think that is all about is it because you uh Oh, um, you're just on your phones all the time yeah we're just on our phones t- uh tweeting and uh playing uh playing the video games and and doing or, or the, just too busy swiping right yeah to, it's, it's but it's not really about you know love man it's just about superficial things i really don't know i have no idea why we have less sex we probably uh, just how do they measure that yeah uh, they say how much sex are you having <laughs> well, I, th- I think they go down to the colleges and see how many people are giving high fives um i was gonna say a gross thing about test tubes but i refrained (laughs) yeah so uh what bearded baka said what i look for in bars is a chill atmosphere i don't what is a chill atmosphere i think that like that's what we're looking for what is the definition of a chill atmosphere and a good selection of beers well these people own a beer store so uh that would be part of it um i think chillness like for me, a like it can't be like sports barry, right? So which was kind of established with the TV. Hey, we're and stuff. getting back to the millennial sex. Don't think you get, oh, you're God warming out of this. I was so close to not, to not having to talk about my sex life. No, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Um, sports bar, mm-hmm. uh, not sports bar. Like just being like, like plenty of seating areas, like not loud music or any loud like events happening, mm-hmm. unless it's like a fun thing. Like I guess like a trivia night or whatever is fine. Yeah, yeah just a jukebox. A jukebox? A jukebox? Yeah. As opposed to a curated soundtrack. Yeah, a good jukebox that has really good music. Oh, like that. And then oh the that's music a good idea. And played at reasonable yeah, re- level. Reasonable level, yeah. Like, you can hear it, but it's not like... But it's right. right. on conversation. Right. Um, like Steve, would, would your ideal Barbie just play bleeps and blorps on the mute I, jukebox? I was just trying to... I was remembering a bar I went to recently in New Orleans, and... It was just another typical bar in New Orleans, but it had a barber chair, and on certain hours, you could get a haircut. And I thought, that's a great idea, because you're at a bar, idea. and maybe your hair is, you know, needs a little trim, needs a little touch-up. And you're drunk. And, and you're drunk. And, and, and like, just cut it all off. I don't care. I'm going to Just people watching time. you get yeah. a haircut, and then you want to go talk to them about it. I don't know. There's something about the, the mixture of the two that I've, I've never seen before. I, I, I've, I've, yeah. I've been obsessed with this idea that someone told me about years ago, and I don't know if it's come to L.A. Uh, I think he, he told me about it in Spain, where the, it's a bar, and it's got an LED screen above the bar, and the prices of the beers kind of scroll by like a stock ticker. Oh, yeah, that, there, there's a bar that does that. 
where yeah, yeah where, i don't know if that works or doesn't work but i'm fascinated by like it. the beers so, in demand cost more and then the beers that are not in demand they lower the price of yeah and then they drop the price there's a run on you know uh, Coors Light and Coors Light are a dollar, so everyone buys Coors Light. I, I always imagine the third act of Trading Spaces, Trading Places. Sorry, uh, with Eddie Murphy, when everyone's you know frantically trying to buy frozen concentrated orange juice. Um, but yeah, I think chill vibes, and you know, if there is a TV screen, it should be playing Two Girls One Cup, just to kind of make oh, like make that. you not yeah. not watch it, and just like people being shot live on on screen. Right. Yeah, like a like an ISIS beheading. Yeah, um, there should be know. like a dare room where you have to go in and watch shitty internet videos from like the past decade. Shitty and not in like the way of like a YouTube person, but in the way of like this guy gets killed. <laughs> like, <laughs> what? That's the ultimate shitty thing, I think. People dying. Our Adam Sandler movies. Oh, no. oh. oh. So, oh. Adam, got him. <laughs> um. Oh, so Darren just posted a thing saying that some millennials are not some are not having sex, but a vast majority are. So where do you where do you I'd fit in that? I would fit somewhere in the in the middle, I guess. Like in the sometimes is there a sometimes category? Uh, no, there's oh, not. It. So you're I, you're a fraud. I'm on the low sometimes end of that of the sex uh-huh. spectrum. Um, yeah, see, we're all married, so we have to live our like single life vicariously through you. And, oh, okay. and you're, you're. I'm disappointing. I are think, you probably? I know. Uh, wait, are you? Do you do the, the? We talked about this last week, but which, which, what's your dating app of choice? Uh, probably Okay Cupid. I guess is the main uh-huh. one I'm on. All right, you guys can look me up on that if you're on in the L.A. area, and I'll pitch you some jokes. <laughs> yeah, that's most of what I do on there. That's where I met your wife on on OK Cupid. My wife, my wife. Yes, she did. You met yeah. her on OK Cupid. That's where I met my wife. Yeah, um, <laughs> the weirdest <laughs> conversation ever. It's weird. Um, all right, moving on. We talk about it all the time. <laughs> I know, but it, it. Well, we didn't. I don't know if we've mentioned OK Cupid though. Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, uh, I was the first person. She was the first person I met on there. And the oh, only person yeah there. no i met someone else but it just didn't oh it didn't see. pan out yeah. gotcha now you know how like there was ashley madison which is an app for married people to cheat on said spouses and then it got hacked and all the names were released mm-hmm. you, you remember all of that brouhaha yeah, was, yeah yeah has that has has that vacuum been filled is there a new way to cheat on your spouse or anything like that is there is there a, a, a more I, I don't know i just i remember it and then i thought well there were clearly a lot of people that wanted to cheat, so um, I think Ashley Madison is still in business. So oh, it is? yeah, yeah, oh. they have. Oh, fl- just have to re up with them. When you're flipping those wares so good, it doesn't matter if you get hacked. Yeah, I think it, yeah, the the lure of of illicit sex uh, is so strong, people are willing to compromise their or just not worry about internet security. Yeah. Mm. yeah. It's like they can, yeah. So my credit card was hacked, but I met this incredible whatever. Yeah. You know, um, I got a hand job in Cleveland when I, on that quote unquote Ooh. business trip. Ooh. Uh, what? <laughs> just by saying Cleveland is that a bad thing? Well, it's just there's a, there's a, there's a lot of bad associations right now. I mean, uh, you just had hand job right before that, so I was already kind of down. Oh yeah, I guess there's something really sad about that, isn't there? 
So they're like, there are all these truckers in the country that drive trucks and they go to truck stops to take a rest. And that's where all these truck stop hookers hang out. But when Tesla, you know, has all these uh, sort of self-driving trucks, where are those truck stop hookers going to go? They're going to be replaced by sex robots. (laughs) Right. Right. And then the the, the trucks will then park and then have sex with the sex robot. They'll just pour it in. It's like a USB drive. And then it's like, that's, they're good. They're done. A pleasure droid. Yeah. It's a pleasure droid. Keep, keep (laughs) sucking, keep sucking. Don't stop. Don't, don't stop. Here I come. Tap, tap, tap. There is. Give him a courtesy tap when you're about to blow. <laughs> now, that's a show blow. I would watch. I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow. I'm about to blow. How much do I owe you? Here she Trump, blows. How many Trump credits? <laughs> that was fun. Uh, there are dating sites geared just for truckers. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, baby. There's uh, Trucker Passions. Uh, that's a pretty subtly named one. And uh, Lovers Lane is an online dating app. Ooh, that's a good one. Yeah. Like uh, so oh, the, oh, I get it. I get it. It has two meanings. Yeah. 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 So like, like lanes of a road. Gotcha. Bravo, marketing guy. I know. Look at that. Um, I thought of two whole entendres with that one. Yeah. <laughs> 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 look, Marty just gave me was pure disdain. I think. <laughs> cut his mic. I have the power to cut his mic. <laughs> um. All right. Well, I'm gonna go on that that trucker site. I want to be a trucker just to do that. Yeah, that's yeah. A, it's a dream really worth fulfilling. I think being on Marty, truckers. Think about all the podcasts you could catch up with on if you were driving. There truck are all day. so many podcasts, I, and uh, between well, now I'm through shit town. But then, like, don't give it away. What? I, I'm halfway through it. Oh, you're oh, oh, you're not. It, it is just it is a captivating one. How many I, hours I are we talking on Shit Town? It's seven one-hour episodes, I think. Okay, yeah. Hmm. So eight hours. So eight hours. Yeah. Great. Thanks, guys. Seven one hour. Well, I'm trying to think if it was more than one hour, but oh, um, you got to subtract all the uh, Squarespace ads. Oh yeah. Or yeah. Blue, blue no, apron. Blue apron. It's blue apron. Yes. Oh. Uh, Hi. This is a super depressing show with death and and uh, the the rural South. Wouldn't you like to have a website? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wouldn't Wouldn't you like have a gourmet meal wouldn't in you like your a home? Deliver to your house. Deliver to your home. Where every little every leaf of lettuce in is is in a separate box. And, yeah, uh, and it's ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, I never actually blue aproned before, so I feel I feel bad. Oh, have you done it? Have That's you guys? A, no, actually, someone sent us a gift of it, and we tried it twice, and both weeks they couldn't deliver it to us. They said we were out of their jurisdiction, which I'm like, Los Angeles? Los Angeles? Yeah, I'm like, well, then you're losing out on some business. Yeah, and then don't they send you, like, with UPS or the post office? No. It's not like, it's like... they Two have weeks to, straight, they couldn't do it. They had to send a, a, a plane in, like, do it... Like yeah, I don't a, know what the deal was. It was a like, parachute what? drop? I said, don't worry about it. It's cool. We're good. <laughs> like, you're, you're outside our jurisdiction. This was the FBI's territory right so. here. We can't be but taking it's, care it's of this. Like, yeah, you're being watched. <laughs> it's like... Every single ingredient is included in the box. So, you know, a little, little like glass thing of, of oil, you yeah. know, because yeah. put the oil in the pan and like, mm. all right, well, like you spent like a whatever, all this money to package a, just like a drop of oil yeah, or a yeah. spoonful of oil so I could make this, I could yeah. cook this chicken breast. And it's, it, 
it feels so gross when you're doing it. Like, and you just see all this mound of packaging that you, that's been packed in dry ice or whatever it is. And like, Oh, throw that shit away. So you've done Wait, it. They mail it to you. Someone doesn't drive it to your, your abode. Uh, I no, don't it's, believe it's so. Box, I thought they, yeah. cause they said that a delivery I, guy couldn't make it to our house. Oh, maybe it is delivered, but it's still on ice. And so like, oh. it, it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's neat, I guess, but it just is, a. Uh, a reflection of our consumerist nature. Yes. This episode um, sponsored by Blue Raper. Yes. <laughs> oh, no, I am fucking bitter because I'm like, I got your Casper bed, no sponsorship. I got the Blue Apron, tried it out. I'm gonna, oh, I'm gonna talk shit about it until you sponsor us, bitches. That's a good plan. Why don't we do? Why don't we do a spec one and then send it to them and say, hey, look, we talked about X oh, product X, and, and here we go. I'm just going to press. Convert to MP3 and then send this episode to blueapron.com. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. But is it is it for shut-ins? Is it for people who don't have salt and or pepper in their? Uh, it's uh, for you know people who are just too busy yeah, to get too to the busy. store. Yeah. And like too busy to store a thing of oil and a salt shaker and yeah. a pepper shaker, a pepper yeah. mill. Everyone should have a pepper mill. Shouldn't use the <laughs> pre-ground stuff. It's shit. Um <laughs> But yeah, it's like, why don't they, if you get the, the subscription, they should send, okay, here's a bottle of oil. Keep it for the next, like, keep it for, you're going to need this. You're going to need this. Yeah, yeah. You will use this several more times in future recipes. Yes. Because the, yeah. I want a subscription service where I can just have basic needs mailed to my house. Like, it's like, okay, you're going to need paper towels later on, Mickey. Like, let's, yeah. let's get this straight. Paper towels and lube. Is that what they would send you? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. Oh. Just paper towels and lube. Yeah. Uh, I need that subscription service. Yes. Thanks, Marty. <laughs> <laughs> isn't, isn't Amazon's sell those little button things you know let's say bounty on it and you keep it near your paper towels yeah and when you're out you just press a button and, and they do mail you them right isn't that oh. yeah isn't that a service that already oh, exists uh, yes there is it's i forget what they're called but yeah yeah amazon push i don't know yeah amazon push no See, let's not. do an amazon push ad right now have you guys had you amazon know push <laughs> have you ever needed a thing of any like do you need more books? It's, Press it's, it. it's called Amazon Dash. 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 <laughs> and I, okay. Just three, two, one. Oh, have you guys ever tried Amazon Dash? I love it. The other day, I was out of Tide, and I thought, oh, what am I going to do? And there was the button right there, mm. and it has the image on it, and I just pressed it. And it's been so day helpful. Later. It's been so helpful since the Tide shortage has hit. Oh, yeah. yeah. There's no more Tide I in the stores. I had taken a gigantic crap, and I had <laughs> cr- Vindaloo curry the night before, so it was a mess. And I reached for the the toilet paper, and lo and behold, I was out. And I'm a very hairy man, so there was a lot there, there was a lot of clumping, a lot of sticking. And so I just I just hit uh, Codnell, and not two days later, it showed up. <laughs> <laughs> and I could finally... Wipe my ass. Finally wipe my crusty, crusty white ass. Uh, Amazon push. I can just, you know, it's dash, dash. I can just imagine. Amazon push when it's for that, though. They're like, you can use the push. Push too hard. Push the dash. I just imagine there's a kid who's just like pressing every dash they see. And there's just like tide just coming in. (laughs) A tide of tide. Um, Do you know that tide was like a few years ago was, or I don't know if it's still the case, but it's like used as a like a, a currency for drugs yeah like can you make drugs with it no i think they would just sell it but then they would trade it for, or they people would steal it 
and then trade it for drugs and then the drug dealers would sell it but it like specifically tied is there a big secondary market for tied um I, I don't know but like the police were trying to figure this out and i guess this was a, a few years ago i don't know if it's still the case but um can you unpack that just a tiny teeny bit yeah so so, so i'm a drug dealer and i have a drug i have mm-hmm. cocaine and there's a a kid who wants to buy it, so he gives me Tide, and I give him cocaine, and then I sell that Tide for yeah. cash. You sell the Tide back to the store. You're like, hey, maybe they're like freelance no, Tide recovery people. No, I think that people. people were stealing the Tide right. and then trying to use it to buy drugs because Tide is expensive, you know? Uh, fair. So I think that's what it was. That's an easy thing to steal, a five-gallon jug that's, from... <laughs> that's what I was thinking. I was like, there's smaller objects... But apparently, bottles of Tide, like money, <laughs> or like money, a <laughs> hundred and fifty ounce bottle. I, this is in twenty eleven um, or twenty thirteen was selling for five to ten dollars, or up upwards on twenty dollars, depending on where where what region you're in. Mm. So that dash button is mad money, man. Yeah. Yeah. If you steal the dash button, you could get so much cocaine with that. Yeah, Darren Darren said all the ingredients are measured out. That's a selling point. I get that. But like at what cost? We're back to Blue Apron. Like I get it. So like people just like just dump shit in a pan. and be, But I mean, if you're trying to, there's just a better way to do it. No, no, no. Here, I think you've solved your, your bar problem. So we have we have alcohol, no TVs, soft purring music, and you want food? It's Blue Apron. You have to order oh, it yeah, online. Oh yeah, so and it's just and in two to three days it comes. Yeah, and we cook it for you. And uh, no, people cook it themselves. We'll have yeah, little little stations, <laughs> and then in the in the middle of the bar will just be this big fire pit where you burn all the cardboard, all the, all the packaging. We could and take just, it even further and be like, you brew your own beer. We give you grain and I guess whatever else you there use to brew beer. There are those places. Okay, yeah. fine. Yeah. Never mind. People yeah. like things, I guess. Yeah, people like things, it turns out, Mickey. People aren't all down and, and like, you know, only sometimes having sex. It just feels like more work to do. I, you could just get the beer. But that's the whole thing. Like, you know, like the, people like a, a shtick. You know, a bar with a shtick, like mm. the, a barber chair or your brewer and beer, or, you know, a you have like stock a big ticker. Stick and be like, this, oh, this what is was my shtick. dumpling idea? I, I wanted to open a dumpling place. I just gave him the look again. <laughs> in, in, in L.A. and Marty was going to be behind glass rolling the dumplings up. And once a night he was going to point at a patron. And just go out, get him out. I want him out of here. Like, like, <laughs> like, like, like a comic is being heckled. Like, right. and secure, yeah. like you're like, is it going to be me? I don't know. Right. And yeah. all the dumplings are pre-frozen, and it's just a piece of theater. But yeah, I'm just rubbering, <laughs> I'm like just rolling out the same piece of rubber. Same and, piece of rubber. It's just play-doh. And, yeah, rubber and play-doh. He's just staring at you, and he's like, "You eat dumpling wrong," and he points at you, and out, get him out, get him out. I oh, have you been to the dumpling Nazi? He's oh, uh, so good. He's I got kicked out yesterday. You got kicked out. Oh my god! I've been waiting to get kicked out. Yeah, people lines around the block. <laughs> I think people. I think millennials would be into being thrown out of a restaurant. I think that'd be fun. They just want to be touched because they're not getting touched. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's and, it. They're yeah. like, please, please give me any kind of intimacy. Yeah. Can you please, please don't grab me by the scruff. Grab me by the neck. <laughs> I have a I have a friend who has a fourteen year old son, and he's at that point. I guess he's at the bottom of Gen Z, which is behind. Uh, millennials and i guess that's the time when you start thinking about having sex with someone else mm. 
Um, and he saw the two girls, one cup video. That was his first experience and, and explained to his dad, like, I, I know what sex is, dad. You know, he, <laughs> <laughs> I said, oh, we're Gen Z are fucking deep shit. Oh, like yeah. that's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, two girls get together and they're, um, <laughs> they're strung out on heroin and one diarrhea is into a cup and the other oh, eats it. And, um, you know, <laughs> and then you get a baby. And then nine months later, there's a baby. I don't a know. A turd baby. Oh, uh. <laughs> That's what. That's a generation we really have to be worried about. Is the turd babies? Yeah, yeah. The yeah. Z, they'll at least have some fun on the way to the turd babies. But I yeah. guess at some point I go in there and masturbate onto the cup of, of uh, uh, diarrhea that's been thrown back up. I don't know. I, I didn't watch the whole video, but that's wait. That's you, his. Uh, that's his intro to sex. Yeah. My, you, you mean I'm not supposed to film us having sex? I, I don't understand. Then how is it sex? <laughs> Aren't I supposed to be like? Aren't we supposed to be choking each other? And and like, yeah, I, the guys I, are supposed to be giving me uh, sort of web coins for doing more and more stuff. Yeah, like web yeah, sex. Yeah, They're like, oh, you want me to put my finger up her ass? Okay, if cool. Nobody's you watching. It's not sex, right? Oh boy, they're screwed. Yeah, um, they're I remember like going on. Um, I think I mentioned this before, but on a bus trip, it was not a bus trip. It was like a. It was technically a bachelor party, but it was just going to get fish tacos in Ensenada and sitting on the beach. But uh, somebody passed around, and this is in the early 90s, a photocopy that was like a fifth generation, all like scratchy, whatever, or photocopy. Or maybe it was from the internet, but it was like a picture of, like a really blurry picture of somebody pooping into a guy's mouth. Ugh. And like go on, and great, but I just great. remember like thinking like that is the worst thing I ever seen. I can't imagine anything worse than that. <laughs> and then Trump was elected. And then Trump was elected. <laughs> Boom! Ooh, pivot to political. Oh, yeah, let's let's get into it, yeah, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you do your um, your three minutes on Trump? You know, I don't have three. Minutes. <laughs> it's not worth my time. <laughs> I don't uh, pay attention to him at all. I don't watch any electronic media. I don't, I just, I'm in denial. I just don't want to know. And so I'll read what he says. But I did watch him talking to that Fox news lady about the chocolate cake. Oh, God, that was awesome. The president. Yes. And it, the most it, beautiful I, piece of chocolate cake. Yes. Most beautiful. And, and so we've, we, we talked to the generals. Like, they're not generals. There's the, the joint chiefs of staff. There's like, like, he doesn't know who he's. And I really, laughed out loud like he the man made me laugh and this is he before he, he said this before they they bombed uh before they bombed syria, syria yeah. but he said iraq and she 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 corrected him and i really thought like is this uh like this is spinal tap right like this is i i mean what who's the guy that does the waiting for Guffman and all those like it it, it feels like a like an improv character guess christopher, christopher guess it, it really feels like christopher guest like he didn't go. Uh, excuse me. I I I should apologize. I I clearly meant Siri. He just he just he, you know what he rolled with it. Yeah. Like he's definitely groundlings trained. Like he definitely. Yeah. He got, <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah uh, Siri. Anyway, this chocolate yeah. cake I was having with <laughs> yeah. a, a, yeah. a man that rules over 1.5 billion people. <laughs> Beautiful cake, marvelous. He had a great time, and I explained to him what had happened, and I was a little worried. Took him a little. He wanted the interpreter to say it twice, but he gave me a thumbs up, and I was like, "Great, we're gonna we're we're at war with a." I mean, I that that man needs a show. He is fucking hilarious. Um, Not, yeah, shouldn't probably be running a country. No, um, the guy Stephen Steve Stevens, 
who was the the guy uh, from Cleveland? He he did kill himself after a police pursuit. He could have gentleman who killed the old man on Facebook Live. Yes, he could have saved so much time and money and another person's life if he just skipped to the end. Yeah, just kill yourself first, please. Yeah, it's like yeah. Look at that list of things at your your psychotic bucket list and just go right to the last item. Also, if your last name is Stevens. Who would name your kid Steve? That's see, That's blame right. the parents. Right it's the there. parents. parents. Mm-hmm. And it, and what if your parents looked at you when you came out and went, "It's a you," and your name was you you? Like it just you would be a murderer. <laughs> that was my nickname in French class in <laughs> seventh grade. Yeah, the, the French teacher would just call me you you, and he thought it was so funny. What a cunt. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Nick I knew a, uh, I knew a John Johnson. I wonder if he's turned out to be a murderer. It's only a matter of time. Just, it's only a matter of time. Look him up Harold, on Harold. Oh, Harold. I like the old days of serial killers where they had three names: John Wayne Gacy. Mm. I and like so my three named. That's why Butros Butros Gali is going to be the worst <laughs> serial killer of them all. Um, Wait, so Ga- is his first name Boutros Boutros or is his middle name Boutros? Exactly, exactly. It's a mess. He doesn't yeah, even know. That's why he has to kill people. Yeah, yeah. He's it's just trying to find crisis. answers. Uh, um, My name is uh, Martha and, and Mike Paulson and our child. We're going to name him Paul Paulson. Like, just no. Come up with a new name. What do you think about like thirds and fourths and fifths? I hate it. All right. There we and, and they don't they don't do that for girls, right? If, if, uh, no, I don't think so. Um, oh, is that true? Yeah, sexist. Uh, oh, I guess. Do you know any? Yeah. It, oh, because they don't. It's, it's marriage or whatever with the names. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, I never thought about that. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It, I'm mansplaining, but uh, it's it's pretty awful. Um, are you? Are, do you guys have numbers in your your lineage? Um, Nine. No. My older brother's a junior, actually, now that I think about it. Oh, really? Yeah, he is, but he's he, we don't call and him... He, he's a monster, isn't he? Yeah, he is. He's terrible. No, he's... Um, we don't call him by his... The name that got transferred, though, because it was too confusing. So I guess they, like, lost their commitment to making him a junior about halfway through there. They were like, oh, yeah, wow. we'll just call you Joey. And does he have kids? He does. And did, no, no. no. It yeah, I... And is he the eldest? He's the second. So the, they did. They did it all wrong. They didn't know what they were doing. That would be like. That would be so shit if you're the your your eldest brother and you're like, why didn't I get the name? They were like, why you, him? Like, eh, when you came out, junior. we looked at you yeah. and like, no, <laughs> you're a Percy. They really. They do just like my parents describe it as like being an experiment. They were like, we just wanted to see what it'd be like to have a junior because they anticipated having eight kids. So they were like, ah, oh, we'll just throw this one away. See what we can name the next one. They anticipated having eight. So after eight, they're like, we're done. They were like, this is it? No, no, no. Well, they anticipated having a billion because they're Catholic. Oh. Uh, uh, going and going and going until they stopped eventually. Till the works fall out. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> That's what it was. Your mom's yeah. uterus. Yeah. It's just like, <laughs> clunk. It actually uh, right. came out with the last one. It just yeah. like all shot out at once. Yeah. Okay. And it then... dropped out like the plane engine in Donnie Darko. Oh. <laughs> and, and too soon? Too much? Too soon. It was, it was your very... dad is just like, my work is done. Yep. I must never touch you again. Yep. Exactly. Uh, Wait, there's a Don Trump Jr., right? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, he's a, that's a tur- that's a turd move. And then Eric, and then Baron. Oh. I can't believe I know all five kids' names. Oh. It's, I didn't, it's, I didn't it know. really is I like a reality show that should have been 
like, no, we're, we're, we're going to cancel this. It's it. They're just the worst. They're real bad. Yeah. They are awful. I, I think that tacky. like anyone who, like the, the, it's a really, he was fucking s- selling the cake at Mar Largo. He was yeah, yeah. pitching the yeah. cake. But it's like a real simple He's the lip, fucking lip swift chop dude. If, like he is just, he should have the little microphone they have when they do live events. You know? Like <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, be, yeah. Uh, just I'm going to tell you. Constantly. Constantly. Yes. Right. I, I, we were 59 cruise missiles hit somewhere somewhere in the Middle East. I don't, I'm not quite sure. But this cake. Oh, it was like so eating, luscious. Beautiful. It was like eating a piece of heaven. Um, yeah, but if you advertise that you... You show off that you killed a nearly extinct animal or a rare animal, and that's like gets you off. That's like a, that's like a litmus test for shitty, like shit, a douchebag, douchebaggery. Yeah, and like they, but remember, you're done. But remember liberals, remember comedians. Uh, when George Bush was in office, like David Cross and all of them, they're like he, George Bush is the worst president of all time. He is the devil, and you know. And I, I went, yeah, he's. A, He's kind of an idiot, and he's a charming guy, but I didn't agree with his politics. But would you not give your right leg to have him in office again, or Cheney? I guess I don't know. Yeah, I guess I guess so. Um, oh, he's the worst. Mm, I, I don't know. There's some real shitbags out there. Yeah, kind of makes you wonder what's going to happen post Trump. Like, how can we get worse than this? Not yeah, to bring the room down. And oh no, I mean, and I think that they're we're seeing it all over the world right now. You know, you've got all these these people in gaining power who are just amassing power and and acting really poorly. You've got, uh, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens in France. I mean, that's going to be a big deal. Mm. Um, you've got the whole Brexit thing, which is a bullshit thing. You've got uh, in North Korea, North Korea, Turkey, Russia. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, China quietly chugs along. You know, you don't really hear much about them. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from the fact that they did not care for Matt Damon in the Great Wall. Um. I think you know. I did. Be, not, I because, didn't even hear about that. I was. I've, I'm not even plugged into uh, China's uh, opinions on the Great Wall. Um, I'm bummed now. I would have loved to hear that. Yeah. Because how many times did you see it? Four or five times? <laughs> yeah. I was like, I was coming. I was like, oh, those lizards are back again. Yeah. Every time. Um. But uh, I think because China's having like massive economic growth, like nobody there cares. They just want yeah. they just want They're to like, keep getting their the iPhones that like their unseen countrymen are churning out. Mm. Uh, it's well, they also they don't they don't have the problems or not. Pro- I, I'm using the word incorrectly. They they don't have a diverse population like Europe, where Brexit is happening, or America, where Trump is happening. They are just Chinese. Yep. Yeah, and like you, Steve, are are a curious novelty, <laughs> <laughs> and they want to touch your hair. Look at this white guy with little weird things coming out yeah. of his face. It's and he'll my attempt at a beard. He'll oh. buy anything we make. He's so silly. <laughs> Look how stupid he is. <laughs> and he, he's eating our shittiest food and like having an orgasm. Oh, what an idiot! Oh, um, this hot pot. He cooks for himself. <laughs> <laughs> They invented Blue Apron for sure. <laughs> uh, well, I think we're going to wrap up. Um, I've got to jump into a meeting right after this. But um, Steve, thank you for joining us. Thank um, you for having me. What it was do you, fun. Do you want to plug anything? Um, <laughs> uh, I'm on Twitter trying to still be relevant and funny at Steven Kruger. All right. Um, and uh, that's about it. Uh-huh. I'll be opening a bar with Marty where they uh, yeah. <laughs> they played two girls, one cup. 
uh, just you don't watch TV on a loop. And um, are you still pitching TV shows and stuff like that? Uh, yeah, I can't talk about it. Okay, so. cool. Uh, because I have this great show I want to talk to you about. Um, Shh, just, 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 Mark, a, just a couple, Mark, couple seconds of your time. Just a couple seconds. Of, okay. Okay. What do fine. you got? No, no. I'll I'll, I'll talk about it offline. Um, and then uh, what about you guys? Um, I've got. I'm going to be running the two girls one cup video at uh, right. Morning Steve's bar, mm-hmm. and then I'll. Uh, I'm performing stand up in what a week and a half at Flappers. Uh huh. Uh, and then uh, other than that, if you want to see me uh, live, just come to Flappers and stand in front of the door, uh-huh. and I'll probably come out and be like, "What are you doing? Do you do open <laughs> mics too? Uh, every now and again. Yeah. Uh, I I work nights, so it's like oh, it's shitty to get to them most of the time. But right. right. I, I I try to make out to ones I can. Um, Have you been to, uh, do you know Renee Ridgely? That sounds familiar. Um, she's an older stand-up, kind of got into it late. She sometimes uh, hosts shows at Flappers in the, the small little room. Oh, is that your friend um, who we were talking to? Uh, yes. Yeah, okay. Wait, yeah. No. Who were we talking to? I don't know. Where, when, but she was talking about going up at Flappers and hosting shows, so it must have been her. Yes. She's, uh, she discovered stand-up at like 50 but she's, right. she's really funny oh all right renee ridge i think yeah, renee check her out. yeah I'll, I'll, I'll keep my eye um, i'm sure she'll be there soon i have to just remember <laughs> and uh scott are you going to be at mia's tonight uh i think i'm going to be at inner sanctum at ucb tonight oh uh, what's that it's another open mic yeah oh it's just I a see. change up because i feel so comfortable at mia's i need to have a little have you have you gone to at to inner sanctum before no, never so it's gonna be a total are you nervous not at all i think it's me fun uh-huh yeah and do you know anybody there no i do not wow and yeah. what what where is that and what time is uh, i think it's at eight eight at inner sanctum ucb on sunset uh so not the UCB on Franklin. No. UCB Sunset. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, just... just no, they, so, they named the one on Franklin UCB Sunset. Just, one on yeah, Sunset. just to clarify. Just to confuse yeah. comedy fans. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm going to be at uh, the UCB Eagle Rock, which is what my ca- I call my bathroom. <laughs> and I will be yes-anding all sorts of... I need a location right here. And I need an activity. <laughs> Taking a poop. All right, <laughs> we get that a lot, but we'll, we'll, we'll go. We'll go with it. We'll go with it. No, 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 no. I can do this. Okay, where's where's oh, my? That's the other thing, Marty. Unis, unisex bathrooms, but like, like seriously, like just I want I want guys and girls sitting all, and all no urinals, all sitting and unisex, no walls, just you and another lady just using the bathroom. Oh shit! I didn't get to the mail sack. But, we but did separate have separate washrooms. Um. And, uh, okay, I need an object. Uh, dash button for Cottonelle. Okay, um, good. All right. That's all stuff I've okay. got. I I'm, I'm, I'm feel comfortable doing this. I feel as comfortable as Scott doing stand-up at a new club. <laughs> That's how good I feel. That's right. Um, okay, so, uh, Steve, I'll talk to you later, and then um, we'll get to the mail sack next week, but we just had to catch up with Steve and find out what people thought about yeah, bars. Yeah, watch today. This is today's the episode I wrote. So, uh, oh, oh good, oh, good, good. Did you? Yeah. Was it in response to Stephen Colbert's like send up of Infowars from last oh, night? Oh, we really we nailed them. I mean, we're you know. Well, when he's, don't he's you messing, nail that? He's messing with a tiger. The, when do not like nail those libtards? You know, <laughs> libtard. Um, those cucks. Pep, All right, Peppy the, the frog and those cucks. We we take them down. <laughs> watch it. Uh, Four o'clock uh, Greenwich Meach time. Uh, thank you guys for. <laughs> listening uh send your emails into noonerpodcast at gmail.com follow us all at our are you, are you on the twitter yet 
Uh, yes, but I don't go on it much, but maybe right. I should, right? And uh, Broussard Mickey? Broussard Mickey. Uh, uh, what was your last tweet? Uh, it, was the, it was last time I was on the show that I was going to be on the show. All right. All right. And if you want to find out um, when Steve said that he's going to be on Nooner Podcast, you can follow him at Steven Kruger. Uh, and then at Marty U. And fill the sack. Let us know what's going on. And we will see you next Tuesday. All right. Hit that fuck. Hit that fuck. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.